Satan's Fall Nation's tailgating and the rearing to go Yeah, when kneeling gets to rocking, it's a hell of a show What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Vols Deep Podcast, episode 29 in progress. Have Spanky and Spur with me tonight. Corbin is sick with the flu. Poor so. guy. Thank God. So everybody... Hey, uh, get better, Corbin. He should be He should be tuning in, though. We should have him in the comments. Uh, coming to you live tonight from the Vol Cave for live on uh, both Facebook pages and YouTube. Share this out for us. Give us some likes if you don't care. Make sure you comment. We like to interact with everybody. Uh, thank you all for listening and all of your support. Uh, if you can't catch the full show tonight, it will be uploaded on all podcast platforms after it airs live. And those of you that's asked, we're working on getting our calling system done, so we might be able to take some calls in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, going to have a ton to talk about, especially regarding this Tennessee football team. Transfer portal is uh, in full swing. In, insane right now. Uh, we have... A lot to talk about with the portal and NIL. We're also going to talk about some Tennessee basketball, both men and women, of course. Women still struggling a little bit. Uh, we don't have any results from our pickums because we're doing the bowl mania. Uh, every single college football game we're going to predict. Uh, Spire, let them know again how to play along with us. Uh, you can go to the Vols Deep podcast Facebook page. All the games are listed on there. So you've got to select the winner of each game. We're going to take the person who wins, who picks the most winners, including the national champion. Uh, tiebreaker will be the total points scored in the national championship game. And the winner's going to receive a pretty good prize, Luke. Yeah, yep. We're going to give away some gift cards and some, uh, some baseball cards, football cards, decals. So it, it should be good. Um, we'll do our weekly pick again this week, correct? Yeah, we're going to do NFL, just NFL tonight. Uh, but, yeah, check out the Vols Deep Facebook page and get in there and, uh, and pick up. Pick your pickums, and just uh, so you know, the, the the deadline to enter your pick will be the 16th. So once that first game starts, we're not going to take any more picks. So. Yeah, three more days, yep. people. Get three them in before days. Saturday. Ball season's here, Spanky. I know it's crazy, ain't it? Uh, Corbin is in first place. Spanky is in second place. He passed me last week. Booyah! I'm in third place. Spurs in fourth place. We're all super close. I think uh, Corbin's up by three, and then we're all like a one. So you're game telling difference. me is since Corbin's not here to make his picks tonight, that by default he I moved first place. So you're saying Corbin's no. gonna, Corbin's going to be zero and ten tonight? I, I think saying. I think that's what he should be. He ain't here. We'll get Corbin's picks in for sure. Oh man, I hear a loud typing noise from Lansing, Tennessee, right now. <laughs> Miranda says no one's wearing anything. Vol. He's got an old tin shirt on. He's got an old tin shirt on. The camera's not picking it up, though. Um, Look, in this weather here, look, you get what you can to get warm. I come straight from work, and unfortunately I wasn't able to stop by the house to get anything today. Miranda says, Spanky, it does not work that way. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, We have going to have a start bench cut for you tonight. Um, We're going to have the duel as well. Uh, Corbin was champion, right? No, he was not. I'm he, the champ. I thought he was champ. Nope. He didn't win. No, no he, he ain't won in weeks. Mm. Well, I guess he's not going to be a winner this week either. That's so. why he's about to have a blue Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's going to be listener voted, so stick around for the duel. Uh, it's always very entertaining. We you actually all, get to have a duel this hey, week. Just me and you. This is going to be a yeah. fun one, too. Yeah, usually it's a three-person duel. So. Look, Look, you want to hey. tell you how fun this is going to be? I ain't even looked at the notes oh, whatsoever. Really? 
That doesn't surprise me any. What, whatsoever. Yeah, you don't ever look at the surprised. notes. Come prepared, Spank. I, look, I like to do things off the cuff. Original. I, should, I, should I like to be default. surprised just like the viewers at home. She'll win by default just because of that. <laughs> Jordan Phillips says, who's looking ahead to that road trip to Norman next year? <laughs> I've already booked a hotel. Yeah, we, yeah, he's already booked hotels. We're ready to go. We're going to go over the schedule, too. I forgot to mention that. It just got released at 7 o'clock, so we'll hit, we'll hit the schedule, too. Um, so stick around for the duel later. Who will win the championship belt tonight? Um, we'll be right back. Share this out for your friends, and let's have a good time tonight. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vol Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union. Great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe that roar When the boys find a checker for the big oranges back It's a fact, volunteers, where you at? Get a loud, stay proud, send a message to the crowd Y'all better get used to the fact The big oranges back on track Welcome back to episode 29 of the Vols Deep Podcast. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. We're about to turn Dirty 30, ain't we? Yeah. Episode 30's next week. Dirty 30, baby. We are getting there. Uh, We're about to hit the recap this week. We appreciate the likes and comments and shares so far. Keep them rolling in for us. We truly appreciate it. Let's start with Tennessee football. Uh, Let's start with the bad or maybe not so bad, depending on uh, your stance on it. Let's start with, uh, I guess, Warren Burrell, a uh, cornerback. He is committed to Georgia Tech. Uh, good luck to him. Yep, let him. Look. You know, it, it sucks because he, he's got a lot of experience, and especially at the defensive back position. But uh, he's a graduate, and he's earned his degree at Tennessee, and now he's moved on to get a, a second degree at Georgia Tech. So I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, uh, had, had big – I mean, I'd say two years ago he was probably our best cornerback on the team. Um well, last year probably, last, last year's team. Um, got hurt at the pit game, then, you know, never really done anything this week. Uh, offensive lineman Mo Clipper has already announced he's going to enter the transfer portal. Good luck to him. Don't know much about him. Um, didn't really see anything of him, but good I luck. Don't even know, I don't even know why we call it transfer portal nowadays. I think it's just basically NCAA free agency at this point. Like, guys are just going to see, like, what's out there playing time-wise, either – um, academic wise, or or the elephant in the room, I think we all know what they're really looking well, for out there. But well, you know, some of these, uh, and you can contribute by the volunteer club, people. Some of these players, like like let's just say Mo Clipper here, who who's probably not going to see the field at Tennessee, and and he knows the writings on the wall. This will give him an opportunity to go to a smaller school, maybe a, a non power five school that will allow him to get on the field some and earn some playing time. And bottom line, it's all about getting that. Scholarship for him and, and uh, some life experiences. So I have no problems with with, with that happening. Uh, safety Jack Latrell has also entered the transfer portal. He was a true freshman. Um, I think he was a three star, but he was he was highly um, thought of coming in. Uh, best of luck to him as well. Good luck to him. Uh, offensive lineman Addison Nichols. We have we've had him on the um, on the podcast before. He has entered the transfer portal as well. Yeah, that's that's not good. He was a Highly touted offensive lineman coming in this year. So, can't replace those too often. 
Yeah, uh, this one sucks because, uh, I mean, just so much potential there. But he did, he hasn't really seen much of the field, so you can't really blame him. Offensive lineman Connor Meadows has also entered the portal. That's another one we haven't really learned anything about. Um, one that's that's kind of surprising is defensive lineman, defensive end Tyler Barron. Is it surprising or is it not? Because I believe we've done this at the end of last season as well. It was uh, after the Music City Bowl. Yeah, and, and, uh, and decided to come back. And, you know, just because these, these players are entering the transfer portal. Don't mean they're gone. Doesn't mean they're completely gone. They're just I think weighing their gone. options. I think he's gone, too. I think he's gone. Um, <coughs> not going to trash him, but I've talked to a few people, and uh, apparently nobody is missing his presence. So I'm not sure well, what's going on with that. but uh, We'll just leave it at that. We'll and leave it at that. Uh, defensive back Danico Slaughter has entered the portal. I think I think of all the players you named, this one probably hurts us the worst. Mm-hmm. I like Danico. I like Danico a lot, and you know, I wish him well if he he moves on. But uh, I'd like to see him change his mind. Yeah, I would too. Uh, that that hit against Kentucky oh, uh, last year was was my favorite one of my favorite plays of the last few years. Uh, defensive back Deshaun Rucker has entered the portal as well. Well, you're gonna catch a. a a pattern here because we got another defensive back. Yeah, this one really sucks too. Mm-hmm. Tamarian McDonald, uh, one of my favorite players, probably on the defense. Absolutely, he started several games, and uh, we're about to see some young players. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, any of these names really worry you? They all worry me, yeah. and, and how how could it not? But we talked about it a little bit last week. We got a a full signing class coming in, and then who knows what we're going to pick up in a transfer portal ourselves. We had to limit ourselves to 83 players next year. So uh, it, it makes me question how many of these are player personal decisions or is it more of a coaching decision saying, hey, listen, guys, y'all might want to consider finding y'all a new home. Y'all want to portal. We may not have a place for you next year, so we're giving you this this time to figure that out on your own. Uh, and we'll never know the answers to most of those, but I'm sure it's a mixture of both. Right. The coaches are definitely – they're definitely, you know – Choosing who they want to be that you know to be there, and they're probably you know just letting letting the players know that they might have a better opportunity, you know, getting in the portal and, and, and going somewhere else. And the bottom line is, I see a lot of a lot of uh, keyboard warriors go on there and and make negative comments toward these eighteen to twenty four year old kids. Basically, they're kids; they're 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 adults, but they're just now starting their adult life. Go on there and, and try to tell them how to run their lives. Listen, they're putting the pads on and putting their lives on the bo- uh, their bodies on the line for. For us, week in and week out, we don't know what's going on in those locker rooms or, or in their personal situations. So I can never fault someone for wanting to put themselves in a better situation for themselves personally. Uh, and I hear hear it all the time. Well, they signed the dotted line to play at Tennessee, so they need to stay for four years. Well, I hate to break it to anybody that doesn't know this, but a scholarship's only good for one year. It, uh, Tennessee isn't guaranteed to give them a scholarship every single year. Uh, so if they could be cut at any time, then maybe these kids could go on somewhere else and, and, and get a different scholarship. Does that make sense to you? It makes a lot of sense to me. And you, most of the people that want to throw out the narrative of, um, you know, they signed on dotted line. They need to be committed to Tennessee. Well, sometimes then people, you know, they sign things on dotted lines and, you know, they end up either divorced and then a uh, new job <laughs> and all that stuff. So what about that dotted line? But I guess – they don't want to talk about uh, that one, do they? We hear this VFL card be taken away all the time, but again, let's just use let's just use a uh, uh, Warren Burrell's situation. You know, he's graduated from UT. He's 
He's, he's been here for he four can. years. He's done all he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's g- probably going for a master's at Georgia Tech or or, or maybe the offer program <coughs> that we don't at Tennessee. And and that's a uh, good school graduate. From it absolutely Tech. is. So you know, uh, will he make it to the NFL? Uh, most likely not. So he's trying to set himself up for his next chapter in life. Can't fault him for that. Let's go over some positive news now. Sorry, I went on oh, a rant there. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you stand on that shoebox proudly, Spurs. Uh, some of this we are going to repeat from last week, but it's still players that, that have announced they're going to come back. Tennessee offensive lineman John Campbell is going to come back um, next season, which is huge for the offensive line. Absolutely huge. And when the news, the, the not so news, but kind of news with, with Cooper Mays, that that's, shores up the offensive line right there with two mm-hmm. returning starters already. And also Tennessee linebacker Keenan Peely has announced he's going to return for 2024, which I, is I can't massive. wait to see him on the field for a full season. It's massive. Uh, he, you know, he he was the play caller this year before he got hurt. Um, he's he's NFL style court or linebacker. He'll mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be he's... drafted somewhere. Where he gets gets to play a full season. Yeah, as long as if he can stay healthy, then they're going to be they're going to be over all over him. Uh, offensive lineman Gerald Mincy will return for another season on Rocky Top. It's another good offensive lineman. So that's three. And then uh, Dylan Sampson announced. Well, he didn't really announce. He just posted a graphic that pretty much uh, said it all. He's gonna. He'll, but Dylan Sampson will be back next season. So all this, all this talk about Dylan Sampson leaving and and all this, it's just rumors, folks. You know, let these players make their own decisions. I'm tickled to death to see Dylan Sampson back because uh, our running back group is going to be deep again. Agreed. Uh, what other names do you expect? Uh, or want to return next season? Well, uh, that, that, that's a tough one. You know, I, uh, the, the the main one for me is I'd love to see Brew come back. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see a Cooper Mays announcement. I know Cooper he's going to do it, yeah. but I, I want the announcement. And Brew, obviously, uh, I mean, he's an offensive leader. Um, I want to. I mean, I, I want to see Dante Thornton come uh, back. That was the next I, one. I think that is. And then I'm kind of just just wishful thinking, but Jalen Wright. Jalen Wright, that's yep. that's the that's the next. That uh, that would be huge. But I, I think he if, if NFL offers a little bit of money, I think yeah. That, uh, once he gets them, them draft grades back and, and all that stuff, um, I don't know. Maybe NIL can can keep him here mm-hmm. somehow. But if not, then we're going to go into the portal and we're going to fill in these holes and get some more experience, and we're going to be just fine. I, I like where our roster's at right now. We we've lost. Less players to the portal than several other SEC teams. So there's some teams that's, that's going to struggle. Some teams are hurting. And some teams just don't know yet because they're, they're playing in big yeah, ball games. Yeah. We, we won't know what Georgia's going to lose or, well, maybe not Georgia. They're not in the playoffs. Whoops. No. Or, yeah, I think, or, they've, I think they've got a couple of linemen that's in there. I yeah. Think, or, like one was even a, um, was it all SEC or something? Yeah, highly talented in Rivers. Him maybe coming to Rocky Top. So. I hope so. I hope so. Let's hit the comment section real quick. Miranda says sometimes it's easier to coach fresh players and groom them into the team we need and want. And she says you got that right, Justin Sparling. And yeah, Miranda's right because um, – And these seniors that's leaving are not Josh Heupel recruits. Right. I, I did see somewhere where Georgia might be about to pick up a big-time running back out of the transfer portal. Uh, ATN out of mm, Florida. Out of Florida. That, yeah, I was not happy when I seen that. Uh, no, I wouldn't be happy about that either. Uh, Wesley Big says he's so glad that Samson is coming back. Absolutely, Wesley. Uh, Randy Swint says Luke put a hat on. Why? Why? Not everybody can handle the hair. They can't he didn't tell it. me to put a hat on. They can't handle the. They can't handle the hair. Uh, 
Let's get into some Tennessee basketball. Uh, they beat Illinois over the weekend in a top Good win. Matchup, big big time program. Uh, with a final score of eighty six to seventy nine. Thought, thoughts on this game? When Tennessee plays their style, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a hard fought top twenty game against a tough Illinois team. Uh, that that Illinois had been on a roll coming in, so mm-hmm. they had only lost one. Uh, Vescovy Santi, he finally looked like himself in that game. Uh, had a big smile on his face. Uh, did you see that assist he made underneath the basket? I did. Oh the, my the, goodness! Yeah. I I come out of my seat and yelled. I mean, it was it was awesome. Uh, he made some three pointers. You know, if this team could gel, they're going to be very hard to beat. Uh, they're back in the top ten or twelve, depending on which poll you look at. So, uh, good things ahead. Yeah, and I and I think uh, watching it on TV, I think the environment at a. Uh, Thompson Bowling was electric on Saturday. Like it seems like the crowd was into it all the time, and everybody was into it. And, it. and it's exciting to see. I hate how you know you can't get it every game, but it was pretty good to see. Uh, Tennessee men played Georgia Southern last night. They won seventy four to fifty six. Bad second half, but but they got it done. Yeah, they they you know they won the game in the first half, and it, it's hard to be motivated when you're up by. How much was he up at halftime? About 35? It was a lot. It, it was, was a lot. lot. Yeah. You know, They'd already covered the, the spread. How, how do you come out in the second half up by 35 and just keep pouring it on to a team like Georgia Southern? You know, they emptied their bench and a lot of players or a lot of, a lot of people got to play in the game, so I'm okay with it. Sometimes in them games, that, them are learning games. Absolutely. When you, when you um, get ahead early, uh, you develop your youth that way. Uh, you develop your bench, try to get them some minutes and try to see if they can finish the game. Like I know – like Luke said, it it wasn't pretty, but you know you got to teach them young players in that game. A game you've already got one that hey, go out there and finish. Go out there and finish strong. And sometimes they ain't going to finish strong, but you got to take them chances. You can't just okay, you're not finishing strong. Pull them out. Like they got to they got to learn. And Rick Barnes could use it as a as a teaching stone. You know, mm-hmm. Georgia Southern outscored Tennessee in the second half, so he could say, listen, any team on any given night could beat you. So uh, just because they're less talented. They still outscore Tennessee in the second half. hundred uh, percent agree with you there. It's just, you know, you got to use every moment you can to teach a moment if you're Rick Barnes right now. Tennessee's next game will be against NC State this Saturday in San Antonio, Texas. Wolfpack. Um, is, that a, is there a tournament down there? Or I, I was curious okay. of the same thing. Uh, I meant to look it up. Uh, the game too. will be at 10 p.m., and uh, it will air on ESPN2. The Lady Vols, they continue to struggle. It seems uh, MTSU beat them while we were on the air last week. Oh, my goodness. And they pull off a close win versus Eastern Kentucky um, on Sunday, 72-63. to 63. You know, that was a much-needed win against EKU. Uh, and normally I just kind of kind of scoff at beating EKU by nine. However, Eastern Kentucky was 8-1 and one coming into that game. Uh, Lady Vols get Rakia Jackson back soon. That's what she put on her Twitter today is soon in, in a picture of herself. Uh I had a personal conversation Monday night with Coach Harper. Uh, she was at Vol Calls, and I happened to go and, and meet and talk to her. Uh, she told me she doesn't look at social media, so all this negativity mm-hmm. surrounding her, she's not paying any attention to that. Uh, but knows there's some pressure on them to get better. Uh, they're on a nine-day break right now before their next game. they got some finals and, and some things going on Christmas. Uh, getting healthy will be vital for this team heading into conference play. So it's kind of same what he started last year. Exactly, exactly started very same. slow and they ended up in the ACC championship game and a Sweet Sixteen appearance. So yeah, they had a uh, they had a rough schedule last year too, starting out. So. Yeah, yeah. Long, I mean, long as they finish strong, I mean, March is when it you know, yep. whenever it all. Basketball is a tournament sport, people. Mm-hmm. Like your regular season determines how hard you got to work in that and, tournament. And I'll tell you something, you know, say say what you want. These these coaches, you know, make make millions of dollars and, and whatever, but. 
Coach Harper Monday night for Vol Calls walked over and stood and talked to us for 10 to 15 minutes at our table. She didn't have to do that, you know. She approached us and, and come to speak with us. So that was that was really nice to see. Uh, it's the first time I'd met her. My, my girlfriend, Jess, knows her pretty well. Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't get that in a lot of places and, and tickle me to death. Is Jess even a Lady Vols fan? Uh, slightly. She, she's been she's been to a game or two or a thousand. <laughs> uh, Lady Vols' next game will be against Wofford on December the 19th at Thompson Bowling Array with a Thompson Bowling Arena with array. a array. Um, Is that Lady uh, Terriers that's or just uh, Terriers? That's uh, Food City Center at uh, 6.30. Uh, hit the comments real quick. Justin Matthew, he says, uh, listen, I trust our coaches. I'm sure they have a plan. Uh, we have a, and he says, man, we have a good basketball team. Uh, we was going to get going. Thompson Bowen Arena was rocking. And he says, Rick was furious about the second half. Wesley Big says it's a Hall of Fame series in San Antonio. Okay, the Lady cool. Vols are playing in, so that's good to know. Yeah, I was curious why it was there, but I never did. I never did look it up. And while we're talking about it, I want to mention that uh, I always talk about the Knoxville Ice Bears, and we have two games coming up this weekend. Oh, wait. No, we don't. I was going to go, too. Because the ice plant at the Knoxville Civic Coliseum uh, has broken on us, and we don't have any ice to play on. So both Friday and Saturday. Gas station. Yeah. Both Friday and Saturday night's games at the Coliseum have been postponed until a later date. It also postpones the annual Kevin Swider Christmas Classic that they raise money for Children's Hospital with some youth hockey games. So everything at the Coliseum this weekend is postponed. Uh, so I do have a question. So how do y'all like make that ice floor? Do you? Let's make y'all explain it to you when we're, when we're not on the air because it. It's going to take me a few we ain't minutes. Got no, we ain't got no crayons laying around, Spanky. Well, I'm just curious you know, how they – In general, you take you take a water hose and you spray it on the concrete and you freeze it. Oh. There's there's piping up underneath the concrete Is that it gets really too? cold. It, it's okay. as flat okay. as the earth. Okay. Uh, J.R. Miller says he's just here for the Spank. That's right. Everybody is. Well. That, that's why everybody's on. Uh, I appreciate you, Jr. What's up, Jr. Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, Robin Shelton says, "Go Gators!" Hey, we're going to talk about Tennessee's schedule. Will you pull up Florida's schedule, one of you? Yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah, it, it ain't pretty. It's, hey, I seen I seen Florida Gators a uh, bowl T-shirt. Did you see that? I did see the bowl T-shirt. That's really cool. nice. You know, I pre-ordered mine. I've it, got several in my drawer already. Just did, like it. Did you get the code on on that, Robin? I sent you the pre the pre-sale code on that. You get it in Hanes, Fruit of the Loom, whatever kind of T-shirt you want. Gideon. I'm sure they probably even sell them at the dollar store here in town. Miranda says, well, it definitely has to be under 32 degrees Fahrenheit, Spanky. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, it is a big process. There's there's a big chiller that, that's located in a, in a separate room, uh, and they like, basically run cold, freezing water into these pipes up underneath the floor, oh. and it's a long series. And then you, you freeze one layer, then you put another layer down, you paint that layer, you put another layer down until it's thick enough to. So then, like, if they're having different events there, they just put the ice in a separate little room, don't they? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, okay. No, I, I didn't know. Daniel Shelton said, "Did Spanky just ask how you make ice?" He did. On the floor. <laughs> that is exactly floor. what he asked. Uh, Justin Matthews says he has the wife beater edition of the uh, of the Florida Gators bowl shirt. Well, here's their schedule. Are, are we ready for this, everybody? So first, they're going to play the University of Miami. This is Florida's schedule. Then they're going to play uh, Samford. That's the only easy game on their schedule. Then they got Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Mississippi State. 
Then they play UCF. Then they play at Tennessee versus Kentucky. Then Georgia. At Texas. Then LSU, Ole Miss, and then at Florida State. I got them at 2-10. and ten. <laughs> it's tough. Two but and ten, Rob. Get ready for it. They're definitely not making. Who's the two? I, I gave them Sanford and Kentucky just because I hate oh, Kentucky man. too. It's tough. That's oh a tough God, schedule. that is pretty. That's brutal. a gauntlet, especially to get Sanford right there at the. And Sanford's not usually a slouch. No, I wonder no, if Billy makes it to Neyland. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, because UCF. I'm just glad but, he's not been fired for this year because I want to see him go through that. Man, that's not pretty. <laughs> Well, see, they do, they're smart because, look, this is what they're doing. They know how hard the schedule is, so they're going to keep him around because why would you bring in a coach a year one. one to have that schedule? Like, if you are going to ha- if you know your schedule's going to suck like it is, you might as well keep the same coach and then after the next season, then you get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Let's hit Tennessee's schedule real quick, then we'll uh, hit a commercial. So, just got released today, probably around 7.30. Game one, they play Chattanooga in Neyland. Uh should be should be a win there. Should be uh, a blowout sellout game. And then the next week on the seventh, they play NC State at Charlotte. I'm guessing would that be like the Panthers? It is at the Panthers yep. okay. Stadium, yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, we going short, to that? Short, yeah, might as well. Might be, as well right. be a short trip. Uh, and then the next week on the fourteenth, Kent State comes to Neyland. You know, and that's a good first three games. You know, you get you get two teams that should be fairly easy wins, and then a a, a I guess you'd say a mid to upper level ACC team uh, in a neutral site. So I mean that, that's a good start for Tennessee. I like it. Oh yeah, that should, you're definitely three and zero right there, uh, in my opinion. NC State though, they're, they, you know they can be tough. Uh, and then we go to Oklahoma on the twenty first. Bamer Shamer, Bamer Shamer, Bamer Shamer. It couldn't set up better. It really couldn't right there. And Josh Hopple returns to. I bet Jim Ross will be in does. attendance. Probably. I bet he will. I bet they're gonna play. Yeah. Wagon coming out, yeah. Bramble Shammer, yeah. Okay, and then Tennessee hits a bye. And Tennessee's going to have two bye, two bye weeks, and they're going to hit a bye before we travel to Arkansas on the 5th of October. Uh, that means there's three straight weeks there where Tennessee's not at home. So, wait, they got two bye weeks? They do two have bye two bye weeks. weeks. Why? Like, could they not? I'm not sure. When's the last time we had two bye weeks? I know I've seen a schedule is, with is two before. Is the season before, longer? Is it a week longer? Or? I'm, I'm not sure. Could they not have found somebody? No, I've seen I've seen teams with two, but I just I'm just curious if more people's getting it because of like the the twelve team playoff or I'm, you that know, platform is different. Maybe I bet that could be it. I'm not sure. Does Florida have two bye weeks? Uh, it didn't say on their thing that they had a bye week, but some graphics are made not to show a bye week. But Arkansas, we should handle them. In my opinion, um, they don't have a lot coming back, and then on the twelfth. We got Florida coming to Neyland, which I love personally because we've we've said and I've said my like entire life that we play Florida way too early um, in the season. Searching mm, for bye weeks. Looks like really looks like yeah. Arkansas has two bye weeks. Okay. Several teams have two bye weeks. So okay. yeah. Okay. So it must, it must be a, new norm. Must be a new format then. But I, I like where ours fall into place. Like I said, do y'all, y'all want to say anything about Florida in Neyland midseason? I think it could be a good thing. I'd like it to I be like it. later on in the year because I remember a couple years ago I went to the game and uh, it was in December. Uh, and I I think that game, you know, it's supposed to be for the SEC East. So I think if it be in December, you never know one day it could go back to that. 
I'm excited, you know. It's, I, it's, I love it's it right there. revenge game again, but. And the Gators don't like cold yeah. weather. And according to the 25 format from what they showed a couple of months ago, we won't play Florida in 25. Yep. So Let's hope Florida comes in demoralized already and we so, just yeah. stomp right on them. So we'll see. And they already um, don't like cold weather. Like yeah. history shows Florida and cold weather don't go well. All right, so Tennessee plays Florida October 12th, and then October 19th, Alabama comes to Neyland. So Florida, Bama, back-to-back. Wow, that's, that's just, tough. Let's just camp out all week. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be tough. But then right after them, too, so we get Arkansas, Florida, Bama, and then you get another bye. And then after the bye on the 2nd of November, Kentucky comes to Neyland Stadium. I'm completely good with it. Kentucky after a bye again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Kentucky's already touting that they got a new five-star quarterback transfer, a new four-star running back transfer, and uh, all this other stuff. It's still Kentucky. I bet he has a five-star heart. You know, still, it probably does. It's still. Kentucky. Hey, hey, Kentucky! Your coach tried to leave. Remember that? <laughs> he yeah. did leave. Then he came back. He yeah. tried to leave in the middle of the night. He That's tried the- to leave, and they wouldn't take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the night the lights went out in Lexington. <laughs> Then the ninth, Mississippi State comes to Neyland Stadium. Four home games in a row. I hope they bring their cowbells. I know they can't, but I hope they do. Uh, I love our schedule next year. I really do. Then after Miss, so you got Kentucky, Mississippi State, and then you're going to have on the road to Georgia. Whew. So that's three tough. That's you know three good SEC opponents right there. I mean, we should handle Kentucky, Mississippi State easily. Georgia obviously hey, is look, Georgia. Look at it like this, buddy. Those born in the fire don't faint in the sun. Just remember. Uh, that. I'm not complaining. I'm not. I mean, it, it's a rough slate, but makes us you better. Got, but you got two buys right there, so it, it, it's rough. But it could be much worse. It not, really could. Not everybody's like Georgia plays cupcakes all year long. Then once they play a, hey, theirs is actually a little bit, a little bit tough this year uh, or this coming year. Uh, on the 23rd, Corbin's Miners come to oh, New Stadium. God, you know he's gonna go. Oh, he's gonna be more wild well, than usual. Well, Corbin have a UTEP shirt on. He he probably will. He's liable to. He but. ain't going to know what to do that day. If you thought he was bad for a UConn game, like, my Lord, a yeah. UTEP game. There you go. <laughs> 12 o'clock UConn tip, yeah. Corbin. <laughs> yeah, Corbin's, oh, my God. Yeah. Officers in hand, officers in hand. Uh, and then we're going to end, as always, with Vanderbilt. Uh, it's an away game, but it'll be a home game Yeah, uh, on the 30th. Just a neutral site. Georgia Alabama play on September twenty eighth. It's the first SEC game for both teams. It's a night game. It's pretty pretty cool. So. I know Georgia's got Clemson. Is that who they open with? Uh, Historically, that's usually that usually game used to be the first game. Georgia opens with Clemson. Okay. At the Mercedes Benz Stadium. I hope Dabo has. I hope he's back just for that reason. I don't get why Georgia they play their neutral site games at Mercedes Benz. It's not a neutral site. No, if we're being no. honest. Did they play Tennessee Tech? They're at Kentucky. Then they have a bye. Then they play at Alabama. Then they have home games against Auburn and Mississippi State. Then they go to Texas. Then they play Florida in a cocktail party. Then they have at Ole Miss. So we get we get Georgia right after they play Ole Miss at Ole Miss. So that's good in Tennessee. Yeah, that is. Then they finish up with UMass, which is a cupcake in Georgia Tech. A night game at Bryant Denny. You know so, they usually don't have a lot of night games in Alabama. So November sixteenth. Georgia at home against Tennessee. November uh, what? November 16th. What day is that? Uh, is that a good Guessing day for your birthday? There you go. Because you're a toddler. That that could be for the East right there. That's the best holiday of the year. Oh, God. 
All right, hit the comment box before we go to commercial. Wesley Big says NC State will be a good matchup for us. Uh, and then he said uh, Florida's got a bye week for the whole season. <laughs> uh, Corbin says we may be week zero, and that might be why we got two bye weeks. I think a lot of people's getting two byes. Everybody's got two byes, Corbin. Just because of the new format. Uh, Miranda says she wants to go to Florida and Alabama. You definitely should, Miranda. Well, we won't be going to either place this year. Ella. Ella says, hey, she's watching off YouTube. Hey, Ella. Up, Hello, Ella? Ella. Your buddy Spanky's here, Ella. Your buddy Spurs here, too. You just don't know me. <laughs> uh, Miranda says she's excited for our schedule. And honestly, two bye weeks could be used to our benefit, especially if we're starting with a fresh group of guys. It may give us a great opportunity to make improvements for some of the most anticipated games. I like it. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M and Notre Dame is week one as well. That's cool. Ella's already roasting me in the comments. Yeah, Ella's already yeah. after Spanky. Oh. Uh, Spanky, your birthday is not a holiday. Yes, it is, wild. Ella. Uh, she she knows. Let's see. Uh, Daniel Shelton also said Florida is in a bye week right now. Uh, <laughs> and then Justin says, I believe all SEC teams have two bye weeks this year. I'm pumped, guys. So we'll be right back. Thank you all for listening. Hit the like button. Share it out for us. And we'll be right back. All right, we are back for our first main talking point of the day, presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Uh, Taylor Jones' Big Orange Concrete Pumping has been doing this type of work for a very long time. He has one of the biggest slime pumps in the state, so make sure to reach out to Big Orange Concrete Pumping for all of your concrete needs. All right, let's get Vols deep. How concerned are you about NIL and the transfer portal hurting college football? I think it shown it shows a lot, um, because then you have the situation like you do down at LSU with women's basketball, of uh, players getting jealous of each other because somebody's making more money than the other. It's just like with the workforce. I think we're about to talk about this, Spanky. A couple questions now. If I go into the job shouting, "Hey, I make this much," there's going to be people upset. Like, you know, like, "Hey, he might make more than me, or I make more than him." It's just. It's just how it is. Whenever you open up how much money you make, it don't matter what profession you're in, it it opens up a can of worms. It really does. And I hate to say this, but it's turning to the NFL and that, major leagues. That was, that was my exact wordings. It's quickly turning into professional football. And at what point does it stop? Uh, there's truly very few places that can afford loss, co- large costs for all these players. So, you know, you're going to have a few rich schools gladly – Tennessee's one of them, but, uh, you know, a lot of these smaller schools, especially your non-Power 5 schools, are going to be left way back behind now. The rich are just going to get richer. Yeah, I mean, NIL's, I mean it's not going to go anywhere, but they're going to have to make some changes in order to control it a little bit, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jackson says he finally made it here. What's up, Josh? Thanks for hey, coming brother. to us. 
Uh, Justin says, rumor has it that's why our defensive backs are leaving because some NIL deals have been made public. Yeah, that is. Uh, we'll be talking about that in just a minute. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the rumor. That's what's going on. Uh, Wesley Biggs said it's showing now. He feels like it's out of control. It definitely is. They're going to have to do something to, to to control it. How much confidence do you have in Josh Hopple and this staff to replace the pieces that are leaving? Uh, total confidence. Very confident. Yeah, Hopple will have his recruited players in the coming years, and it, and it starts at, at the ball game at Citrus Bowl. Uh, yes, we need to add some depth, but it, it's going to come together. I, I have full confidence in Josh Hopple putting the roster together. I do too. I, I mean, Hopple said it early last season. I think it was during the spring that the veteran players are going to have to step up because the young players are already you know nipping at their heels. Mm-hmm. So hey, that's a, overall that's great for a team. Yeah, when uh, your younger guys can push your older guys, and if your older guys can't handle being pushed, then looks like they're going to get pushed out of the way. And were you just saying that? How much of that? goes into these players making decisions to leave. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, too, I mean, they're practicing for the bowl game and stuff right now. So, I mean, they're, are, they're are, getting, they, are they are they going to play the young players in the bowl game when the veterans are mad? I mean, well, I'm assuming the, the players that's already entered the transfer portal ain't playing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there's something going on there. Uh, the secondary was my biggest concern. We talked before this, this season started about how deep we were at defensive back and kind of what we were just talking about is going to kind of transpire into this. But we're su- we were either like super heavy on veteran players this year or we were super heavy on true fresh, you know, freshmen and true freshmen. Um, and I asked this question before the season started, if our secondary is still bad this upcoming year, do we just go ahead and play the youngsters and let them grow? Or if we get the same, if we're getting the same output, do we play the veterans? So is this kind of what we're getting with six DBs in the portal? Yeah. The great news is we're playing Iowa in the Citrus Bowl, who who really doesn't throw the ball hardly at all. So, we're, yeah, we're about to see just how vulnerable we are at defensive back. Uh, it could be a good thing. Let's let these uh, four-star players that we got this past year come in and let's see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's exactly what's kind of going on here. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the players that are leaving are, are being are being kind of asked to leave or pushed out. Uh, my, Mark Avery says uh, he. Thought he'd holler at us. Ice Bears are not playing. Yeah, we just got done talking about that, Mark. Yeah, and he sent us a thousand stars again, Mark. Thousand Thank you, brother. Stars. Thank you, Mark. Corbin sent some stars earlier too. Apparently, I can't see that because I'm on this little streaming thing. But thank you, Corbin, for the stars as well. Um, a lot of um, a lot of issues, you know, going on with the veteran and and you know freshman players being aggravated about not getting paid as much as the as the younger players. All right, so do you believe there's any locker room issues if this is true? I mean, Gotta be. How couldn't there be, you know? Exactly. One guy makes X amount, same position makes nothing, you know? Uh, you know, and, and he's probably a struggling college athlete that, that's, uh, you know. I, I wish college football, I think they should consider moving to a, a standard salary for everyone. Uh, NIL, those here to stay, but. Uh, yeah, everybody's on the le- same level playing field. Again, again, maybe that, and then I mean, I know you can't really give like the university can't give a player bonus, but maybe have a, I don't know, but, but you maybe, know what I mean? Like everybody gets something, and then incentives. Like, it's very, it's yeah. very much a, a socialist thing. What I'm about to say, you know, I'm not a socialist. I'm a capitalist, so I believe in someone being able to make money for themselves. But if they've signed a contract, so to speak, with the University of Tennessee, then maybe in a, any NIL money can go into a pool that pays equally to all the other players. 
uh, and distribute that through your whole team. You know, let's just use Nico Iomaliava. If he gets eight million dollars, then then that's going to get divided amongst his teammates as well. And uh, then Gerald Vinci could get a, a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's divided, and it just becomes a collective. Uh, I don't know if that's the answer or not, but uh, something's going to have to give before it gets. Mm-hmm. That's kind. Of, that's of kind of the the thing Nick Saban wants as well. I mean, it's just what, kind of a. What we don't want to see is is a Shohei Otani situation where mm-hmm. Texas pays seven hundred million dollars to to basically buy a national championship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, how are these changes going to affect the bowl game, in your opinion? Like all the all this controversy, like and, our bowl game, mm-hmm. or ours, ours. well, we're, we're going to be younger on defense. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. The Citrus Bowl, uh, you know. I, I'm excited to see the underclassmen play. I really am. I am too. I, I think I think the Citrus Bowl is the first game of next season. That, that's how I always look at a bowl game. Yeah, they need to perform and get get everybody you know, fired up. We get a chance to say goodbye to some of the seniors like Joe Milton, and I, I hope Joe gets to play a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But it, it is our first look at at what could be for next year. Okay, it's going to be interesting. I'm when today. You are, man. Good job. There's going to be a lot of a lot of changes, and I, I mean, I'm excited to see the young bodies in there as well. Uh, Miranda said it showed this season, though. Skills in the real world always trump being a veteran. The better man is always worth more. Uh, Wesley says, I'm hoping for the underclassmen step up. And Miranda says, also, it plays a big part in building the team that we want. Let's see. Uh, Justin says, in Hopple, we believe. Yes, in Hopple, we trust. Josh Jackson says, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. Gage Hample, what's up, man? I got the... Uh, Got the sweater on. He's with uh, Old Tennessee. Old Ten. So I love sure, it. Make sure you check him out. Uh, he's got a bunch of cool, bunch of cool uh, merchandise and stuff. And uh, he's kind of he just kind of just now having to restart what he already started. So make sure y'all check him out. Check out his merchandise as well. We'll be right back. We've got Start Bench Cut. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work, and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. All right, welcome back to episode... 29 of the Vols Deep Podcast, live from the Vols Deep Man Cave. Hope we're, everybody's having a great Wednesday night. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, share this out for us. Give us some likes if you don't care. We truly appreciate it. We have start, bench, cut. How this works is I'll give a question. We have to rank our answers in order from first to last. Start being one, cut being last. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Oh. All right, start, bench, cut these Christmas songs. Oh. All I Want for Christmas by Oof. Mariah Carey. Baby, It's Cold Outside by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong or Blue Christmas by Elvis oh, Presley. Oh, what kind of question is this? What kind of question let's, is this? Let's hear it. I know what you're going to pick, Spanky. Oh, I think everybody knows what I'm going to pick. You can't pick against the Kang, baby. You can't pick the Kang. The Kang. The Kang. Oh, Elvis, baby. Oh, have blue. It's Blue Christmas. You got to start it. You got to start Blue Christmas. The next is All I Want for Christmas. You know, it's stuck in my head. It does make my head bleed sometimes. <laughs> no, it and it, 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 is, it is 
will get stuck in your head, makes you want to scream, makes you want to cuss, makes you want to cry, makes you want to pass away three times in a row and then come back to life and hear it again and enjoy Christmas, <laughs> all in the same setting. But it's up there, and then uh, baby, it's cold outside. Um, I hate being cold. I don't like being cold either. So, uh, Spanky's got the right order. Uh, I went just last night I'll and seen a, a good so friend, Jackson blue. Bennett, in the West High Choir uh, perform You're their songs. I start Blue oh, Christmas by Elvis. So I'm going to bench All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey, just because it's way too high sometimes, and I don't like being cold. So. Maybe it's cold outside. Just get my coat. Will's Elvis is definitely a star. He's always a star. All right. uh, I'm going to bitch. Maybe it's cold Chris. outside. Well, I don't know why. I guess it's just because all I want for Christmas is just blasting in your eardrums nonstop. Have a blue, right, blue, blue, blue Christmas. All right. It's enough, Spank. Sorry. He started it. You I know. started You knew I was going to sing it. He's you knew always it. sing. He'll have, the, he'll have the, the radio up, like, maxed out, and you can't even hear the songs, and they're just wailing. If it's Elvis, you know it. It's, if it's a lot of things. Today's National Ice Cream Day. Rank these ice yes. creams. Cookies and cream, chocolate, or vanilla? Spanky didn't like any of them. Yes, I do. Like yes, something I do. you'll eat? Yes. So you may tell you what I do. It's Number right. one oh, here we go. is chocolate. I love chocolate ice cream. Well, get some Mayfield chocolate ice cream. Get you some Hershey syrup. And you pour it all over. You drown it in chocolate syrup. And then, I'm going to go with bench here. I'm going to go with vanilla. Because what I usually do with vanilla ice cream, I get some Hershey chocolate syrup, and I drown it in the vanilla. That just makes it chocolate ice cream. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's vanilla with chocolate syrup on it. Chocolate ice cream is the ice cream itself. Then cookies and cream. So what you do with cookies and cream, you get some Hershey chocolate syrup, <laughs> and you pour all over that thing. You can't have good ice cream without Hershey chocolate syrup, everybody. I'm not the biggest ice cream fan, and my favorite flavor is not on here, but I will start cookies and cream. Uh, yeah, and then I will going to bench vanilla, because it's great on apple pie, and I cut chocolate. I'm not a fan of chocolate ice cream at all. Blasphemy. Spurs got the right order. You're going to start cookies and cream. You're going to Jesus will remember this. You're going to bench <laughs> vanilla and then you're going to cut chocolate. I can't believe y'all. I can't uh, believe. Ethan Bradshaw says, "What's up, fellas? What's up, Ethan? Thank you for checking in." Big Eth. Uh Wesley Biggs is laughing at somebody and if I was guessing, it's probably Spanky. Where's Esther? <laughs> I ain't seen I ain't seen. I'm, That's I'm wondering. Uh Miranda says she hates chocolate. Yuck. Oh, see, me and her Miranda's agreeing a lot here lately. Yeah. I, I, I got you. I I'm gotta, listening. I got to be in the mood for chocolate. Nah, chocolate's the best. I'll eat it if it's the only thing hey, left. Hey, here, here's my thing. Do you like soft-served ice cream? Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I don't. Hey, on, on them cruise ships God, I go on, I'm telling you. got the best We're about to go off they do. again. They do. I had Chick-fil-A. Did I even tell you what I got, everybody? Uh, okay. I had me a number one, no pickles, a uh, small chocolate shake, two bottles of water, a 12-count nugget, and then I had enough points to get a spicy chicken sandwich. I'm glad you threw the water in there. That's, that's healthy. Yeah, you had some healthy water. Hey, the best ice cream I've had in a long time was in Hawaii at the Dole Pineapple Plantation. They had pineapple soft serve right off the... I've been, the, the, I've been there. It's fun. Yeah, that was it, good it, stuff. It, it, them cruise ships are getting in trouble, I'm telling you, because I got that soft serve 24-7 you know, ice cream. You served, you served our country in Hawaii. I so, did. Yep. And, yeah, I, I love going there. I'm, I'm allergic to pineapples, and I still eat them. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Josh Jackson says, you start Blue Christmas. Uh, do whatever you want to do with the other two. Gage says, all I want for Christmas is old tin under this Christmas tree. Jackson's, Jackson Fritz says, spank eating for seven people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, Gage said he's got go enough money to eat. He's got to go with Elvis and Josh Jackson says vanilla on a top on top of a piece of hot apple pie. Yeah, that is uh, that's hard to beat right I'm there. I'm a big pie guy. Oh god. And Stone Hatmaker says some good guys on here. We appreciate that. Stone. I appreciate it. Stone. Hey, what's up, Stone? Thanks for stopping in, man. Big Stone. What? You gonna say something else? I said Big Stone. You, I thought you said Hey Stone. Then you I just said stopped. Big Stone. Uh, Ethan says that he 100% agrees with Spur and Luke in that order. Um, Ethan, you don't know anything. Jackson says everybody laugh at Spanky. Has anybody said that yet? I don't know, but Marina's going to McDonald's for an adult Happy Meal. Oh. Uh, That's a thing now, you know. Ella, Ella says Spanky is a chocolate-holic. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ella. Ella knows. Uh, he, yeah, she does know. Uh, Wesley says chocolate syrup, everything. Spanky sounds like an elf. with ma- ma- Yeah, he sounds like Buddy the Elf. With maple syrup. Santa. Let's see. All right, let's hit the next one. Uh, start. This is a spanky request from last week. Start bench cut these dipping sauces: honey mustard, barbecue, or ranch. Now look, we got to take into effect here. Is this on chicken nuggets? What's this? Let's on? go. Let's just do like chicken tenders. Chicken yeah. Nuggets. Okay. Well, it's hard but to. you got to take into effect where you're getting it and how you're Absolutely. getting it. Okay, because. McDonald's has some of the best honey mustard out there. Can we just do McDonald's sauces? We could. Let's just make these McDonald's sauces. We'll just do McDonald's sauces because they could be a wholly, totally different discussion here because Wendy's honey mustard is very different from McDonald's. Absolutely. But McDonald's honey mustard is started. It's my favorite dipping sauce. Everybody take out a notepad and take notes here. on. Okay, it's very good. Look, you get two sauces into one. Of honey and then mustard, and you put it together, and it's it's so good, it's very delightful, and I really appreciate it, and I love it very much. But then next is ranch, and McDonald's. That's my second sauce I usually get that creamy ranch, and it's very good. I you love can't. it so much. I you love can't. it better than the ranch dressing at Partners Pizza, and they got that's, some that's really pretty good serious ranch. right there. They got really good ranch dressing. Uh, and then, sorry, barbecue just doesn't do it for me. I'm not a big barbecue guy. The only thing barbecue I eat is uh, Lay's potato chips, and that's besides the point. The king of all barbecue sauces is McDonald's barbecue I'm, sauce. That is my start. It's always been my here, favorite barbecue sauce. I've never had it McDonald's will, barbecue it will sauce. Always, I got something. I'm going to go get it next commercial break. Uh, I need nuggets. So I, I got some in the car there from yesterday. It's cold really? outside. They're just fine, really? I'm sure. <laughs> but a start McDonald's barbecue sauce. It's the best barbecue sauce on the planet. I'm going to bench the McDonald's ranch because it's really good if you take the McNugget, you dip it in that barbecue sauce, then you dip it in that ranch. I'm wanting some here. And I'm cutting honey mustard. But I will say, McDonald's honey is really good too. So you take the McDonald's honey, you dip your chicken nugget in the honey, then you dip it in the barbecue, then you dip it in the ranch. And I'm on this No, it's not. What's that you called? Tell you you, what have, I you do? have to come up with that. You're make up, make, just make you it. You take the chicken nugget and you get a French fry and you wrap. You can either wrap one or you can wrap two French fries around it, and then you dip it in the honey mustard and eat it. Very good. Or you eat two nuggets and two fries at once, and you make the nuggets like the bread in the sandwich and the fries in the middle. Of it. All right, now, now you've lost me. Along with your chocolate shake, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that chocolate shake. I'm gonna good. start barbecue. Uh, I'm gonna bench honey mustard. I'm gonna cut ranch. But a lot of it depends on the brands and stuff like that too. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Bradshaw says the order is barbecue ranch and. Honey That's mustard. right, Ethan. Sure he is. Uh, Wesley Big said this man is passionate about his dipping sauces. This man, he's passionate about everything food. Related. I am. I'm, I'm a passionate man. Cereal. Yeah. We ain't gonna talk about he that. don't. He don't like hardly anything. 
Uh, Josh Jackson says, of course, Spanky don't like pie. He don't like anything. Mm. Uh, hey, now. <laughs> Uh, he says, Gage says McDonald's Ranch is gross. Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue is the only barbecue seat. Sweet Baby Ray's and, bar- and McDonald's are very close together. All right, let's start bench cut. And sorry, up. sorry, Robin Sheldon. Your barbecue sauce is pretty good too, buddy. Yeah, he, he's going to be on here yeah. mad here in a minute. Uh, start bench cut these NFL wide receivers right now. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, or C.D. Lamb? I'm going to have to go right now, C.D. Lamb. What he's doing with the Cowboys right now, very impressive. Then I'm going to – next, I'm, this is where it gets hard. I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill, just the explosiveness and the big plays that he makes. And then cut, I hate to do it with A.J. Brown. But talk about C.D. Lamb, like what he's done with the Cowboys, him and Dak, it's very impressive. I don't like the Cowboys, but you got to be impressed with what they're doing, even though they cost me some money the other night. But they helped me with money too. This This is right now – Mm-hmm. December 13th, 2023, right right now. Uh-huh. Had to pick him. All right. Starting C.D. Lamb. Uh, he's, he's on a tear. Absolute tear. He's been awesome all year long. I'm going to bench A.J. Brown. Mm. Uh, most Maybe the most talented of the three right now. Uh, I'm benching A.J. Brown. I'm cutting the number one wide receiver in the league, Tyreek Hill, simply because he hurt his ankle last week, so I don't know what he's going to be today. You got a good point. Very that's true. Uh, I know it ain't Kadarius Tony. And, and by the way, don't don't play the Titans when you're down by 14 with three minutes to go and expect to win. You lost some money on that, or you oh lost some free goodness. money on I that. I lost some free money and on J- that. And Josh came out good. Uh, I'm going to start CeeDee Lamb. I don't think you cannot start him right now. Uh, I'm going to bench Tyreek Hill, and then I'm going to cut A.J. Brown. That's That was one crazy comeback. I know we don't talk about the NFL much, but wow. I've um, never been so pissed off and happy at the same time. Matthew Bowen says fries and chocolate milkshake. Is nice. Bar- oh, fries and Frosty. Chocolate Frosty. Now you Ooh. got me. You got me there. I like Frosty. Uh, he says uh, barbecue is the best. Can I do say something right quick, everybody? This You're going to. be a hot take. Very hot take. I do not like Burger King whatsoever. I do not oh, like Burger right. King at all. We'll have to do a food podcast. I think that their breakfast. That completely random. I think their breakfast is better than their lunch and dinner. That's just my opinion. They got a really good sausage biscuit. Spanky, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna hit, give you a hint. Burger King chicken fries. You know I've not had them. They are good. good. They are. They are good. good. Uh, chicken rings at White Castle, very good. I can't imagine how this podcast is gonna be. The period like after baseball season, into football season. Oh like, it's gonna be crazy. We'll be all over the map. And it's gonna be yeah. It's going to be wild. Uh, Matthew says, AJ, CD, and Hill is the order. Ethan Bradshaw says, CD, Tyreek, AJ Brown. And then uh, Matthew says, the king has the best burgers and fries. Oh, Uh, you're crazy. That's that's just not true. Uh, My favorite burger is a Baconator. Gage says, Tyreek Hill is a beast. He is. Yes. If he's healthy. Ella says, she loves fries and chocolate frosty. Uh, I was eating it on the way back from Kentucky versus... Tennessee. That's right. There Ella. you go, That's Dad. Good stuff right Look, there. she likes there fries and frosties. There you go. Very good. All right, we will be. Oh, sorry, I got one more. Start bench cut these NFL defenses. It's the longest start bench cut ever. The Browns, the Ravens, or the Cowboys. <sighs> Sperm will let you go first on that one. Listen, it, it, it's going to be hard to say. Uh, I guess I'm going to start the Browns. Uh, they're my fantasy defense right now. They've done me well all season. Uh, they've kept the Browns 
yeah, uh, in playoff contention. That that, that's it right there. They, they've the, the Browns would not be anywhere near the playoffs had it not been for their defense. So I will start them. I'm going to bench the Cowboys defense. I think they've been very underrated so far, and uh, the Cowboys are well rounded, both offensive and defensive. They're they're solid. Uh, it's scary. Uh, if they don't do it this year, they may never do it. And I'm going to cut the Ravens. I'm going to have to go basically the same uh, exact order. The Browns' defense is what's keeping their season alive. They've went through how many quarterbacks so far this year? I don't know, 17. Yeah, it, it's amazing how many quarterbacks they've went through, and yet they're still in ball games, I mean, still in competing in games. If Joe Flacco goes down, they're going to have to, to call on Tom Brady or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then with Michael uh, Parsons leading that Cowboys defense, like it's very impressive. They're, it is. This is probably the best Cowboys team since the 90s. I agree completely. Um, and then the Ravens defense, you know, they're very good. They're not the Ravens defense of old. Uh, but, hey, they, they've stepped up. Yeah, they ain't no Ray Lewis, Ned Reed or nothing No. Like there were some bad men right there. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna, goose. I'm going to start the Browns as well. Uh, I'm going to bench the Cowboys. The Cowboys are great right now. I'm going to have to cut the Ravens as well. Hit the comment box real quick before we hit a commercial. Josh Jackson says the Baconator is best. That's right. That's right. I love bacon. No. Uh, the, I'll, I'll be honest. The Hardy's Volunteer Burger is very, oh, very good. Hardy's got a good Frisco burger. Yeah, that's the same thing. It's it just takes cheese. you 45 minutes to yeah. get it. But It's not It's not a fast food restaurant. It's no. a sit-down place. No, it ain't. It's a, it's a dead pecker restaurant. Wesley that's where said, they meet in the morning. The dead pecker club meet there at the Hardy's uh, for breakfast. Wesley said this portion of the show is brought to you by the Food Network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whopper's where it's at. Miranda says an onion ring sauce. Ethan says he can't choose a start bench cut for them defenses. That's a hard one. It is. Um, Jesse wants to know what we think of the Vols' 2024 schedule. We went over that earlier. We love um, it. Rewind it we, as soon as we get done yeah, talking. So, as soon as we get done, uh, to, later tonight or tomorrow morning, it'll be uploaded on um, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that good stuff. But we like it. There's two bye weeks in there, and it's, it's a rough stretch, but – uh, overall, we do we do like it. Much better I think than Florida. Accepting dog shit. It is a lot better than Florida's. All right. All right, we'll be right back. ZNN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs: driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big. No job is too small. Give ZNN Concrete a call today: eight six five three six zero. 6176 residential or commercial that's Z and N concrete 865 360 6176 all right welcome back run welcome back all right welcome back we have our second main talking point of the day presented by oh my gosh missing the honey mustard Trident Hydro Clean. Uh, thank you, Jacob Haney from Trident Hydro Clean for sponsoring this segment. Uh, we're live on YouTube and both Facebook pages. Share this out for us. Hit the like button. And, of course, comment. We enjoy uh, seeing y'all's comments. Um, let's talk some more Tennessee basketball. They come in uh, like 10th in the co- coaches poll and 12th in the AP poll this week. Overall record 6-3 and three so far this season. All their losses have been by less than 10 points. Uh, extremely good opponents, Purdue, Kansas, and North Carolina. Uh, how for real is this Tennessee basketball squad? I think this is could be the best team that Rick Barnes has had since he's been at Tennessee. 
I, I agree. You know, uh, they're very deep. They're very talented. They're good at every skilled position. You know, uh, they lost in that Mally Invitational to Purdue in a very, very, very tough game. Had like 75,000 fouls in that game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, the ratio was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was a hard-fought game. Had to turn on and play the very next day against the number one team in the country, Kansas. So, at best, that's a toss-up. You know, you can't expect to turn around and play the very next day and, and, and be at full strength. The game that disappointed me the most was North Carolina, but North Carolina would beat any team in the country that night because they just shot lights out. They could throw it up backwards, they'd go in. So, uh they're going to be really good come down the stretch. And I think so. They, they, had, they couldn't have had a better first half. North no, Carolina couldn't no. have. Uh, Got to be more consistent. Um, also, want to mention that Rick Barnes is uh, now 15th all-time in Division One wins as a coach. Yeah, for sure so, Hall of Famer. For sure Hall of Famer. I want to see him uh, get in the Final Four. So, this next question, could this be the year that the Deacon, Rick Barnes, takes us to the Final Four? I, it's, uh, I just said it about Cowboys a few minutes ago. If it's not this year, then when is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've said it before. He's had the teams to do it. I mean, the Grant and Admiral team. Just, um, it just goes to show you, though, how tough it is to get to the Final Four. Very tough. That's why it's March Madness. It's the most exciting time for a sports fan out yep. there. If you could get in the tournament, you could win the tournament. I need you to make sure that um, I don't turn on my sport bet naps during the March Madness. <laughs> We could be getting into yeah, you're gonna, we're going to have to set limits on the on the betting margin there. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Big says, uh, guys, you need to check out the, the new 30 for 30 Minister of Defense on Reggie White. It's a must oh, when, oh. when did that come out, Wesley? Because I knew they was making it. Heard about it, I think, this summer. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to have to watch that. We, we watched, me and Luke watched the uh, 97 Heisman race one the other mm. night. It was pretty good. That was a good one. And, yes, Miranda, I did just bring in some dipping sauces. Yeah, Miranda said, did Spur really just bring in dipping sauces? Yes, he did. Oh, Wesley said it come on tonight, so that's why I've not. Well, I know what we're doing after this two show. Out, two hours long, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have Warming that. up. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely have, have that going. Uh, who's our biggest competition in the SEC, in your opinion, this year in basketball? I think it's Kentucky, and it's always Kentucky, yeah. Uh, uh, Kentucky struggled some early, but just like in Cal Party's years before, they'll be pretty good once they come to, to the Food City Center at Thompson Bowling Arena. So. Hey, a sneaky one here, in my opinion, Arkansas. Arkansas looks Arkansas really good. always, yeah. Arkansas. yeah. Uh, Ole Miss right now is 9-0. They're yeah. undefeated. Well, I didn't even realize that. Um, so, I did not either. I really so, did. Uh, it's kind of surprising, but and uh, we, you know Auburn's going to be in the mix at the end of the year. Oh, uh, yeah, I hope Pearl. And Bruce will beat us at least once. I think Bruce should wear his orange jacket when he comes to. <laughs> I'm like you all though. I think Kentucky is probably the team. They're so young though. I think it's going to hurt them. I think they're going to. Well, can, if you got to think, that's Cal Perry's. Like, oh yeah, that's his. That's thing. his motto. Like one and done. One and done. Like, yeah, that's what. That's what he likes. New team every year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how high is Dalton Connect going to be drafted? Do you I th think? I think he's a second round pick. Really? Oh I think my he's a second -round god. Pick, I do. Hmm. Oh. Where's he projected? I don't have a clue where he's projected. Man. Wow. I've got him like top five, top ten. Do you? Yeah. I got him well, top 15. I, I hope so. Oh, so. I think he's come out of nowhere. So, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he's big. He's got the side. I mean, he takes it to the it hole. Don't matter, it don't matter where you come from. It matter where you're going. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what worries me about Connect. And I, and I may be plumb wrong. And, and uh, I, I may have... I may have meant it to be uh, not a lottery pick. So I, I'm not sure how the NBA set up completely. I'm not a big NBA you. fan. 
So I don't think he's going to go in the lottery, if that makes sense. So is the first round then considered after that? Because it's... You're talking to the okay. same person that's got the same feelings. So the first, I don't think he's a lottery pick. So, so the first round is basically all your teams. Just like it's just set, okay. it's set up just like the um, NFL. Just mm-hmm. the lottery is just who gets what pick. And okay, well I think considered. Yeah, I think you're, I think he's a top fifteen to twenty pick for sure uh, overall. Uh, but uh, my concern with Connect is his stamina. He seems to. Get well, tired later in the game. Yeah, he didn't practice, I don't think, much because he's had some injuries. Uh, hey, so. Fires, just it, somebody give him a cigarette. He'll go back it in. It may just be Santiago Vescovi can run circles around anybody. That's true, too. So, so uh, But uh, if he can get his stamina and his wind down, I think he's he's awesome. So what is, what should the – I mean, what's the biggest improvement, do you think, for the basketball team? What needs to be the biggest improvement? What needs to be the biggest improvement? Uh, I just think consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, Playing a full full game, full forty minutes. We we say the same thing about the football team, but uh, it's key in any sport. It's just playing consistent basketball. We, we can't go on those lulls like we did last year, not scoring for five or six minutes in a game. So uh, consistent basketball is what is key to win. To me, it's um, controlling your depth. Um, and what I mean by controlling your depth is uh, when you got other guys in there, when you're getting your stars a break, you got to have that con- same consistency. Spur mm-hmm. talked about if you in a basketball game, if you have what we call slouch or drop offs, then that's not good for your overall basketball team because then it exploits your weaknesses and it exploits as a coach um, your low points of the game of when you got to get your starters out. And that's why, like, everybody's got to be consistent all around the board. Like, we can't have no dead spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Consistency is the key. This, and a lot of dumb mistakes at, like, the wrong the wrong times, it seems like. Um, is it the comment box? I don't know. Miss anything at all? I think we're good. Huh? Oh, hey, uh, Derek Mason last week got named head coach of MTSU. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's news. He's Blue Raider men now. They're Blue Raider men. Leland Phillips loves you, Spanky. Yeah, Leland love you Phillips too, says, I love you, Spanky, all caps. There you go. Love you too, buddy. You've got like four votes already. I know. Everybody loves me. I can't help it. All right. Thank you for listening to our, ma- our second main talking point of the day. We still have a lot going on, a lot to talk about, predictions and giveaways. But next, we have the duel. Um, it's it's going to be listener voted, so y'all stick around. I'm it's, trying not to cuss. It's pretty entertaining. Let me know in the comments who you think is going to win the duel when we get back. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, House, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident HydroClean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years, and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. All right, and we're live. Next, we've got The Duel presented by Premier Excavation. 
Spanky and Spur will battle it out over a few tough questions. The winner not only gets bragging rights, but they get some hardware to drag around with them for the week. And if you're like Corbin, you take it everywhere that you go. He sleeps with this thing. Oh, yeah. That's what the smell is on this thing. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd, uh, I'd oxy-clean that thing. Uh, probably need to. Mm-hmm. Peroxide, alcohol. Peroxide, yeah. Some Ajax wouldn't even Something sticky off. on it. I don't know. All right. Let me know in the comments. We've got five That's why questions. standing up in the back. Five questions. Tried to see me. Who's winning the duel? Question me. one: Is NIL killing college football? Yes, one hundred and ten percent. It has killed it. Uh, it's still breathing, but it's like everything else. College football, it's uh, ever growing and it's ever changing. Just like back in nineteen ninety two, they were talking about what do you mean a SEC championship game? Why are we adding so many teams in this SEC? Like you know, and just like back in uh, ninety eight. Even when they were talking about a, a bowl system. Wait, what is this? Computer okay. telling us who's going to be in the national championship one and two? Oh, my God. What is this? You know, then I, back in 2014, it's like it else, playoffs. Like, my God. And then We're talking about NIL. NIL. You know, I'm all for – I'm getting there, damn it. Well, make your point, damn it. I'm all for student athletes making money, but it's getting completely out of hand already. College football, as we know it, has changed. I think that's what he was getting at. Gone yes. are the days of playing for Tennessee because of loyalty to the Vols. Uh, and hello to the mighty dollar. I hate to say it, but it is what it is. Highest bidder wins. Uh, and in some ways, NIL is way less regulated than NFL. You know, in the NFL, you have a salary cap. We we have no regulation whatsoever no. when it's NIL. Just, just you know, if, if the Hazels want to spend $400 million to bring in a quarterback, they can do it. No or one can stop anybody them. wants to spend yeah. $5 a month on the Volunteer Club, they can do that as yeah. well. So join the Volunteer Club because we're going to need every dollar every that we Every dollar get. matters with recruiting. All right, who is the best women's wrestler of all time? Oh, it's man. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus is the best women's wrestler of all time. Her longevity, uh, uh, she could do everything in the ring, at least in our generation, thank you. Trish Stratus is the best women's wrestler of all time. You know, it is – it's hard to argue that, and honestly, I'm going to go with Trish's counterpart. I'm going to go with Lita in this one. Nah, it's, the it's thing she did in the ring with nah. Trish, look, you Trish Lita's would sloppy. not be where she was at without Lita, and Lita wouldn't be where she was at without Trish. So in order to have some separation here, I'm going to go with Lita in this one. Now, Lita's too sloppy in the ring. Trish was, oh. Trish was crisp. She was good. She's yeah, still good. She's, never mind. Never mind. I'll be good. You better that was good. quick. That's the quickest wrestling oh, discussion I ever. I know. Corbin ain't here, I guess. Uh, question three, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? No question about it. No question about it. He's one of the greatest baseball players ever. Um, he should be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter what he did with his personal time. That was on his business. And i got a point to make with this, thank you. Well, I'll let you make your point just a minute. But, yes, I believe that he should be in the Hall of Fame. All right. The greatest hitter this game has ever seen. Uh, and not in the Hall of Fame for doing less than what every one of us sitting in this room right here does on our phone on every Friday and Saturday night. And we mm-hmm. bet a little bit. He didn't bet on his team's game on the games that his team played in. But listen, this, he's got four thousand two hundred and fifty six hits in his career. It's unheard of. He's got one thousand three hundred and fourteen RBIs. That being said, Pete Rose wouldn't be Pete Rose if he was in the Hall of Fame. You know. He has monetized tremendously on not being in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, it's made we, him way more we popular. Don't, we don't talk about the other Hall of Fame members because, they're guess what? They're in the Hall of Fame. Uh, their, their fame is done. Pete Rose is still getting 
<laughs> thousands of dollars for an appearances based on his fame of not being in the Hall of Fame. So uh, I don't think he cares he's not in the Hall of Fame. I really don't. I think he's capitalized on that for his entire... It's like uh, Hank Williams not yeah. been in the Grand Ole Offer. Yeah. It was the best, worst thing that ever happened to him. Mm-hmm. It really was. All right. Would you rather live in New York City or Los Angeles? Oh, my God. Oh that's my God. tough. That, that's like... Woo. That's like... Wow. That's wow. like picking between two cousins. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're used to doing that, Spike. No, no, but uh, I'd probably go with LA. I think it's a little more spread out. Um, they got that big mountain with the Hollywood sign on, it's very pretty. New York, I think, is just too crowded, too many people. Well, and yeah, there's a lot of people in LA, but at least you know, you got some nightlife, you got some Hollywood celebrities, you got the red carpets, you got everything, you got the Lakers, you got everybody. You, you pay 75% tax. Uh, I'm, this, well, you're this, looking at it from I'm, a lot. I'm going to get. I'm going to get way too political if I, if I go off on this. Uh, I wouldn't live in California for anything. So uh, I'm not going to California. California forget love. it. Put me in New York City. I'll I'll be in a four thousand dollar five hundred square foot apartment, and I can take the subway. Be anywhere in the city in fifteen minutes. So you know what Hank Williams said about New York City. I visited New York, New York city. city and I had a great time there. So uh, give me New York. It's like when Hank Williams said, send me to hell cold. or New York City. It'd be about the same plus, to me. Plus, California is liable to fall off into the ocean at any time of an earthquake. So uh, I'll, I'll take New York. I'd have to probably go to New York. This is closer to Tennessee. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> uh, Leland says it's spanky. He's the best. Miranda Try. says, ooh, spanky. Tyler Meredith says, if heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I'm I don't want to go. go. That's right. Uh, Miranda says New York City uh, for sure. Uh, she says, yes, Spur. Wesley says Nashville is turning into L.A. He- yes, it is. Uh, Ella says she was about to text you, Spanky, L.A. <laughs> All right. Last one. Are the Dallas Cowboys still America's team? I wouldn't go America's team because they got the moniker America's team. You guys know how they got the moniker America's team? Because back in the old days, I don't know if you guys remember this, but you back even in the old born days, then. look, and I'm just hearing this from what people have told me. You could only watch two ball games. That was either the Stitz- Pittsburgh Steelers or the Dallas Cowboys. So that's how they got the moniker America's team because they were always very successful, and it was always you know the primetime game. It's what everybody watched. Nowadays, America's team is everybody, and that's the thing about America. We all have different opinions. We all have different beliefs. We all have different standpoints on things, and we all have different teams. That's what makes this country great. We all have difference of opinions and everything. We can be ourselves and pick who we want. You know, to piggyback off what you just said, the Atlanta Braves used to be known as America's team as well because they was one of only two teams you could catch on TV. It was either the Braves or the Cubs. Uh, so they, they were the America's team just for that exact same reason. Dallas is still the most popular team in the NFL. And the most hated. Team. And the most hated, but that, that goes along with the territory. Are they America's team? Ah, just kind of like what you said, Spike. I don't want to agree with you, but America really doesn't have a team anymore uh, because gone are days of, of patriotism anyway. It's definitely not the Patriots, by the way. Oh, man, they're but, going through hard times. But Have they officially you know, fired Bill? Yes, they, they, they have are not officially hired him, but it's been announced that he's not coming back in. Okay. Uh, possible replacement is Kirby Smart. I'll oh. put that rumor out there. Well, I like it. Uh, I like it. It's going around the rumor mill today. That'd be fun. Uh, but no, they're not America's team anymore, and they, I hope they don't come up with that moniker again. All right, well, we got a tie so far right now, so vote in the comment section who you think won the duel. 
Uh, Kimberly says, hey, guys, been missing y'all. Go Big Orange. Hey, Kimberly, Kimberly, welcome back. Thank you. Hello, darling. Uh, Ella Jackson says she's voting for Spanky. Booyah. Ella. Gosh. Uh, Josh Jackson says he's voting for Spur. Well, thank you, Josh. Robin Shelton says he's voting for Spur. That one's just jealous. Leland's voting for Spanky again. Robin clearly didn't hear what we was saying about Florida earlier. Wesley, Robin, I put over your barbecue sauce, though. I did. Wesley says Nob Rabel will end up in New England. Kraft loves him. Mm. It's possible. It yeah, is possible. Very that's, possible. That's very possible. All right, that's we'll be, my favorite to get it. Stick with us. Give us some likes. Let me know in the comments who you're voting for on the win. Oh, Corbin has voted for Justin. Who's that? Who's Justin? Yeah, who's that? That's what he said, Justin. Is he on his podcast? Hey, no, what it was is Corbin's out drinking and the J and the A's right next to each other, so that's what he meant. Oh, I got another one. Jesse Goad has voted for the Spur. I got one from Wesley. That's a Sunbright thing. Wesley Biggs voted for me, but uh, Leland voted for you, Spanky. Yep. Thank you, Leland. All right. Share this out for us. We'll be right back. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching, let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. Hey y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, Tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together, we went to school together, we played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook, that's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. All right, welcome back. Next, we've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other, presented by CND Tire in Oak Ridge. Uh, Leland's voted for Spanky again. Robin says, we, Robin says we need a call-in line. Robin, we're, we're, we're working on that, buddy. We are working on that for sure. Uh, it's gonna, I think it would be fun. We're going to have to figure out something, though, so we can, like, pre-hear or something what these calls are going to be about. Yeah, like, because I get so worried. Good. Yeah, we... Uh, we'll have to we'll have to put a disclaimer out there. We're we're limiting our language and things like that. We don't if want, you we start don't going off the rail, talk. we're hanging up. All right, Spurs in the lead by five votes. It, Eric B. Jones on YouTube has voted for Spur, and Eddie Duncan has voted for Spur. Just hey, Evil Ed. Bang, bang. Hey, Evil Ed. You know that name? No. Evil Eddie Duncan from Oneida got me my start in professional wrestling. Really? Yeah. I have to have you meet him someday. He's, he's a great manager. You, as a matter of fact, you two are very similar. Really? Yeah. He, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of people like me. I'm one I'm of I'm telling kind. you. I'm the women's pet. Men's a great best thing going this business today, baby. It's like he said the same thing about 35 years ago. But he's not as good looking as me. Ain't nobody uh, as good looking as Spanky. 
That's right. And that's why we have to watch that call-in line. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'd hate for, look, I, I'm telling you, I'm calm now because I don't want any divorces. I know Judge we, we Davis have, wouldn't be happy with me dealing with we, all the divorces. We can't have Edith calling his hotline all the time. Be keeping that county going, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to give Edith a 900 number to call. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, other presented by C&D, Tire, and Oak Ridge. I'm going to pick like four or five crazy stories just based off the headline and Spur and Spank, you're going to guess which state that it happened in. Man pulls gun at Starbucks over cream cheese. It's cream cheese. you got to pull a gun. Man pulls yeah. gun at Starbucks over cream cheese. Cheese, uh, gun, Florida. Oh, guess what? It's probably Florida. Would, would you pull a gun over barbecue sauce or a ranch? No. Okay. Angry Florida man pulled out a gun yep. at drive-thru worker because they forgot the cream cheese with his bagel. According to Miami Gardens Police, the employee just happened to be the daughter of the police chief. Police said the man became <clears> angry at Starbucks drive-thru when they messed up his order earlier that week. He returned to the window screaming at the employee. She asked whether he had paid for the cream cheese or not, at which point he got uh, enraged and pulled out a gun, according to the police report. The woman gave the man his cream cheese and he drove away. <laughs> he got his cream cheese in, he got, he? he got it. Uh, but according to the arrest report, he grabbed the gun, put it in the air because it was falling out of his pocket. But he denied threatening the woman. The suspect now faces several charges, including aggravated assault with a firearm. He's being held on a $10,000 bond. It's unclear if he has an attorney. Good old I, Florida man. I think yeah. it'd be hard to get an attorney for that one. Where's Corbin at for this one? Man armed with twisted tea and a metal pipe threatens former employer. That happened at the prison in Wartburg, Josh Jackson. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, Florida? <laughs> Georgia. This happened in Florida. Shane Gillis is accused of threatening to injure his ex-employer. When deputies arrived to detain Gillis, they overheard him tell the victim that he had something for him. On his way, Gillis was holding the you twist. take that one or two ways. Yeah. Uh, Gillis was holding a twisted tea can in his right hand, which is considered a deadly weapon on the streets. Uh, he kept his... Uh, oh, sorry. He's holding a twisted key in his right hand. Uh, he kept his left hand behind the back as he walked towards the victim. When deputies stopped Gillis, he told him that he had a metal pipe tucked in the back of his jeans. As he was being handcuffed, he continued to threaten the victim. Uh, I got a metal pipe right back here, right? I'm going to show you. Yeah, it was... Uh, Oh, he had, I guess, he had... It's like gr- the old heel tactic of the referee patting him down. He's got something behind his back. He pulled my hair, ref! 28 inches of solid metal. All Same. Right. Man throws golf clubs at moving cars on I-75. I, that narrows it down. That, that, you're going to yeah. Alabama right there. So. Yeah. So, 75, that goes from Tennessee through Georgia to Florida. Florida. <laughs> Why y'all like, think I like the Bath Florida? So There's much. lots of golf courses in Florida. Right along I 75. Oh, no, they got Top Golf now. Top Golf. Hey, I will say this in the words of Coach Brian Pankey at uh, Kingston. You know somebody's a good golf player if they bring their own clubs I, to Top Golf. I, the first time I went to Top Golf, I thought you were supposed to bring your own clubs. Yeah. So I carried my entire bag in. Oh, and well. I feel like an idiot. All right, man was arrested after throwing golf clubs out of his van at other cars while driving on I-75, troopers say. Jonathan Day was arrested after the Florida Highway Patrol got a call of a man throwing golf clubs out of a van when he was driving uh, at other vehicles alongside him. The golf club throwing man got out of his car and came at the trooper with a golf club as well <laughs> uh, before putting it down and punching the trooper. 
uh, he's facing uh, charges oh, well, of b- do it. battery on <laughs> a law enforcement officer resisting arrest with violence, throwing deadly missiles from vehicle, <laughs> possession of marijuana, controlled substance, and drug paraphernalia. You know, golf clubs aren't cheap. So yeah, they must uh, be some, yeah. like, some old wooden ones or something. Yeah, he yeah, went to the Goodwill and bought them out. One happy Gilmore them used to have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chuck's. All right, man takes Off out fence and Biden signs with a stolen bulldozer. Well, I know who he needs contact for a new fence. <laughs> D&M fencing. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Florida. Uh, D&M fencing. Will they do a contract job in Florida? Uh, yes, he will, actually. Yes, he will. Well, and they're going to do it right the Let's see where time. he's going to have to go, Luke. Uh, this happened in Florida as well. Uh, a man was arrested for allegedly stealing a front-end loader and going on a joyride, taking out a fence, speed limit signs, and several Joe Biden campaign signs in the neighborhood. He told police he'd been drinking whiskey all day and didn't remember most of the day. Uh, Blight said he couldn't help uh, but hit the Biden signs and acknowledged he took down the fence in the process, uh, saying he didn't know how to operate the equipment. Uh, he's facing charge of grand theft, uh, over 20000 criminal mischief, of 1,000 uh, trespassing on a construction site and uh, just private property damage. Uh, Trevor Shadden says, Spank, stay out of the chow line. You're starting to look like me. I don't know what you're talking about, but look, this is peak male performance here. If you heard his order from Chick-fil-A earlier, you'd understand. You Give him that order again, Spanky. So I had a number one no pickle with a medium fry and then two bottles of water, a milkshake, a 12 count, and then a spicy chicken sandwich. I got my points that I still have out in the truck, actually, because I don't like the spicy of the spicy chicken, but if you let it cool down for a while, it's not as spicy. Okay. Get all that, Trevor. Uh, Ella says, dang, people are crazy, especially that golf club story. The golf club story is wild. Last one, restaurant owner allegedly beat up a man over a bad Yelp review. Mm, I'm going to go with Florida. Uh, I see a pattern going here, so just go ahead and tell us all these Florida stories. It's Florida again. Uh, Daniel Irene's, uh, the owner of Georgia's or Georgia Boys Barbecue, was arrested for simple battery uh, and booked in jail. The victim had got multiple calls and texts from uh, Irene's threatening to beat his bleep about restaurant review. Police said the victim went to his mom's house in Largo to talk about the text. When his mother answered the door, uh, Aaron's jumped on top of him and struck him several times, uh, and the victim covered his face with his arms. Aaron's was arrested on charge of simple battery and was booked into the county Wait, jail. He went to his house? Yeah, over a Yelp review. Well, he deserved to get his bleep well, They're beat. trying to figure out how, question, how he what's figured a, it out. What's Yelp? Uh, it's like a... It's, it's like, like a, a Google business, review yeah, type like, deal. Yeah, it's like a business type review. Yeah, he's just pissed. Yelp's pretty fun. Trevor says good grief to your... Uh, Look, not everybody can maintain this physique, okay? It takes hard work, dedication. We're about to do a taste test on these barbecue and ranch. I'm not eating that without me some nuggets. Go get your spicy chicken sandwich out of the truck. No, I can't Don't you got some of them little kid dinosaur nuggets in the... (laughs) I actually do, yeah. But we'd be here while letting them cook, because you got to let them cook just right. With them them nuggets, if you're going to cook in the oven, because we ain't got an air fryer yet. Uh, If anybody wants to donate an air fryer to us, we'll take it. But uh, with them nuggets, I'd have to give them in the oven in order to get the same thing as... You could fry them in a skillet. You ever tried frying dinosaur nuggets in a skillet? I ain't never cooked dinosaur nuggets. Well, you need to you need to try it. Just put them up in a skillet, put some oil, cooking oil on there, and it, I'm telling you, very good. I swear he's like five. <laughs> Do you have a test at 9 p.m.? Uh, I don't know what that alarm is. 
<laughs> uh, we got. It's been going off so for a while. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by CND Tire and Oak Ridge. We've got one more segment, and we're going to do some some football pickums. Stick with us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, the Spank. Like myself, DNM fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire. Heck, bring them bamboo sticks, and they can install them things for you too. DNM fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's DNM fencing. All right, welcome back. Next, we've got our football pickums. Usually, we got college games on there too. Uh, Spur, let them know one more time how to enter in these giveaways. Well, go on Facebook. Go to the Vols Deep Podcast official Facebook page. We'll be putting these games on there along with the football, college football bowl games are already on there. So uh, get your picks in before kickoff of the first game on the Vols Deep Podcast Facebook page only. Ignore where we've shared it on our personal pages. Go to the podcast page itself to to get your picks in. Hey, before we get into this, I just saw something pop up. Vanderbilt has a very hard schedule next year. Oh, it's tough. Like they they got Virginia Tech, Alcorn, uh, Georgia State, Missouri, Alabama, Kentucky, Ball State, uh, Texas, Auburn, South Carolina, LSU, and Tennessee. That's uh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, which their schedule's always rough for them every year. It is. Mm. Uh, by the way, Spur has won the duel. Uh, Yay! I think, by, I think we knew right. that. By five, just wanted to make it clear. Had to make it official. Had to make it official. I'm not. I'm not used to people running away from me. I'm used to people running to me. Can't help. Them. Oh yeah. All right, Spur. You we're kind of changing things up. Hit us with the questions. I'm. We. I have no idea what the games are. All right. Are. First game, y'all get to pick through. I'll go. I'll go last this time since I'm doing this. I guess. We got the Josh Dobbs with some Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they announced him not being the starter. Yeah, the Dobbless. Uh, I'm still going to go. The Broncos took care of that. I'm going to go. Oh, hush. I'm, <laughs> I'm still going to go with the Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings in that one. Uh, you know, I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Who day? Leland says my glorious king, Spanky. Thank you, Leland. He also says Bengals. All right. Give us the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Colts. This is a mm. big game right here for it playoff both seating. Teams. Both teams are seven and six. There's a bunch of seven and six teams out there, but I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts in this one. That's tough, man. There's a lot of pressure on uh, on the Steelers right now too. Mike yep. Tomlin, uh, mm. quarterback plays bad. I'm going to go with Colts. Yeah. I also took the Colts just because they're at home. They're coming off of a bad loss last week, though. All right. Leland's taking the Steelers. Uh, it's not a bad pick, really. It's not. Uh, I tried to pick the best games of the week and avoided the Monday and Thursday games. So we have the Chicago Bears being very hot right now against the Cleveland Browns mm. in Cleveland. You know, I think the Bears' offense gets it done. I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears. This one's tough, man, because that yep. Cleveland defense is so good. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Browns. I think they. I think they still. I, I think they find a way. I also took the Browns. Leland's also picked the Browns in the comment section. I think the Browns are a sleeper team to go deep in the playoffs. 
uh, they protect Joe Flacco well. Joe Flacco threw for over 300 yards last week. He ain't done that in like 10 years. I know, but he did last week, so uh, I, I like him. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at uh, Green Bay Packers. Ooh, this one. Uh, Packers did look so good Monday This night. is the battle of the uglies right here. Um, I'm going to go with Packers in this one. You know, the winner of this game is in the lead in the NFC South. This is a division for the top seed in the division. Really? Yeah. But the Packers ain't in the NFC South, are they? Uh, I, no. I'd have to look that up. But. No, I think they're in. Okay, it's okay. Regardless. Let's yeah, it's gone. Both teams have the same record. Yeah. You're right on that. It's a different game. Who'd you take? I got the Packers. I got the Packers, too. I think Tampa's going to struggle up there in the cold. Yeah. I always took the Packers. All right, up next. Uh, division matchup. It's a big rivalry. The Houston, Texas at the Tennessee Oilers. Oh, yeah, because they're going to be wearing – yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I need the Texans to lose some games here to help out the Broncos in their playoff scenario. So, I'm going to go with the uh, Tennessee Oilers. Give me the Titans, man. I think Will Levis gets it done. Uh, and C.J. Stroud's hurt. Even though Easy. Pretty that just, positive. That just changed my vote. I appreciate that. Give me the Titans. Even though I know this is going to hurt Spurs' feelings, but I think that the Tennessee Titans need to give up the rights of the Oilers and give it back to Houston so they can get rid of their name Texans and just be the Houston Oilers once again. So That's a dual question for coming up. So Write it down. New York Giants at New Orleans Saints. Leland's going with the Packers and he's going with the Titans. Uh, Brittany Giants Fox says Saints. he's going with the Titans as well. Oh, and the Saints come marching in. But they're not going to be marching in. They're going to be marching the way out the door with a big L. I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. Wow. Who you got, Luke? Who got the Saints? I went with the Saints. The Giants have nothing to play for. The Saints are still fighting for a playoff spot. Washington Commanders, L.A. Rams. Mm, That's a tough one. Yes, it is. Give me the Rams. Rams. We all three take the Rams. Please, Steph? please tell me you got one of the biggest games this week. Leland's taking the pick. Giants. You better have the Saturday the night. Dallas game. Cowboys at Buffalo Bills. Who? This could be a very good, very good one. Poor Bills, man. That, this last stretch <laughs> is so hard. It, it's hard for them, but look, Bills fans are used to this by now. They're used Leland to a lot worse. Leland picks the Rams. Brittany picks the Rams. Wesley picks the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to win by a missed field goal by the Buffalo Bills. Where's it at? It's in Buffalo. Mm. What's the weather supposed to be in Buffalo? Probably uh, cold. <laughs> Give me the Bills. Oh. Give me the Bills. All right. I took the Cowboys. They scored 40 points the last five weeks in a row. So. Brittany takes the Bills. Wesley takes the Bills. Leland takes the Cowboys. Until somebody slows down the Cowboys, I'm taking the How do you not have the Broncos and the Lions on there? Who? Oh, I do. Uh, we skipped it. We'll come back to it. Oh, okay. Never heard of I'm them. glad you caught that. Ravens at That's Jaguars. Ravens, Jaguars. A big game for the Ravens. They got to keep that win streak so they can stay ahead. In the AFC, I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. Where's it at? It's at the Jaguars. Daly's place. Was Trevor Lawrence still hurt? No, Trevor played this week. I know yeah, he, he played, I know he played but he, you can tell he's, he's still banged up, yeah. Give me the Ravens. We all three took the Ravens. All right, and for Spanky, the Denver Broncos at the Detroit Lions. 
Saturday night going to be a big one here. If the Broncos can win out, win this one right here, and have the Kansas City Chiefs get either upset by the Chargers or the Raiders in this next stretch, the Broncos are not just going to get a wild card game. They're going to win the division. They are one game behind the Chiefs, a team that you people and Corbin counted out after oh getting beat God. by 70 to the Dolphins. Y'all counted us out. We're still in it, baby. We are still riding. Give me the Denver freaking Broncos. Just so you know, we'll be watching the games and Spanky will be over on his phone. I'm like, Spanky, did you just see that play? Like, it's because I'm making bets and you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesley says Cowboys will show themselves. Leland picks Ravens. Brittany picks Ravens. Leland says Sunshine is hurt. Uh, Wesley, Jags. Brittany Fox picked the Lions. Uh, Leland says Broncos country. Let's ride. That's right. Who, who do you have in that one, Luke? Mm, where's it at? It's, it, it's in Detroit. In Detroit. The fighting Dan Campbell. Give me Tim Allen's lines. Oh my God! And I like the lines. I like Dan Campbell. You ain't gonna like him this week. I picked the lines. Lines beat the Broncos this week. Oh yeah. my gosh! No. Again, these games will be on Facebook. Uh, we're gonna post them on the podcast Facebook page. Get your picks in. Hey, the first game is Saturday, so get all of the NFL games in and the bowl games in before Saturday morning. In order to be eligible to win our prizes. Yep, and Ella says, Dad, shout out my YouTube channel, please. So everybody look up the Jackson fam uh, and her crazy smoky dog. She just made one a couple uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, she's starting to put some stuff up. We're going to start putting some more stuff up. So look up the Jackson fam if you don't care. That's awesome. Ella and subscribe. She's, a, she's into YouTube big time. Um, that, that should be it. Thank you all for listening to us. Uh, Man, we, we've gotten through this show. It ain't even done. 9.45. We don't have a game to talk about. Oh, man. It makes it, makes it fast. Uh, but we'll publish this. If you didn't get to see the full, we do live taste the full test. episode, it'll be on. No. Uh, we ain't eating. God. We'll eat. Uh, <laughs> I just said we'll eat. Uh, we'll post this on uh, Spotify and uh Nobody got to draw out Amazon the hat this week, and, nobody, had a, nobody had to draw. Man, this is, this is sad. Hey, watch us when we go to Orlando for the Citrus Bowl. I'm going to be dressed as a, a Jehovah's Witness and knocking on the stranger's Oh, door. yeah, let's go over that real quick before we end this. Let's, let's yeah. let everybody know because we got a bunch of people commenting on here still. So, all right. These are punishments based off the losers of the of the football pickums that we're going to have to do. Uh, me, I've got to be a door greeter at McDonald's for 30 minutes. And then we're going to record these as well. Uh, Spanky has to send a Christmas card to someone that he hates. He's got to do that like now. That or just do it like a month after Christmas. That'd, That'd be, be funny, funny too. too. But no, I think I know some people here lately I could send one to. Oh, I know who you're sending oh, it to. Oh, I know who's getting it. I know who you're sending it to. I do too. Um, no balls. Spur has to pretend to be a Jehovah's Witness at a stranger's house. And we're going to try to do that in Florida. Yes, yes we are. I'm going to jail. Um, I have to wax my chest into a power T. Unless somebody traded me that one. That's my turn. No, that's yours. I had to do it? Okay. Spanky can't do it. He ain't got any chest here. No, he don't. He don't. Nope. Okay, and I have to record myself painting uh, my toes and fingernails orange and post it on social media. I think Ella could help out with that one. For her YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> Ella, talking? there's your uh, YouTube there video. You, you know, she'll be coming with uh, she'll be coming with orange paint uh, probably Friday. Uh, and then we got uh, Spur has to do an embarrassing social media post picked by us three, <laughs> including Corbin that's not mm-hmm. here. Uh, that's going to be funny too. Uh, Spur has to dye his hair orange temporary. We're after that before a game. We might have to do that in Florida too. Yeah. For the bowl game. Florida's going to be fun. My favorite. Spanky has to purchase a candle. Never mind. Ella's listening. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, the Waffle House Challenge is Corbin's. Uh, 24 hours at Waffle House for every waffle that he can eat. He knocks off an hour off the Does time. he eat better sober or not sober? Well, he can't uh, drink at Waffle House. You tell Corbin he can't drink. Sober. Yeah, yeah. You tell him, and, he, and he'll say, hold my beer. I hope Corbin at least leaves a good tip. And uh, Spurs got to walk backwards in the store and check out with something. And I got to park some cars at Walmart. Yeah, you got to park. Yeah, you got to park. Be a yeah. You got to be a. I guess a parking lot attendant at yep. Walmart. You got to park. Is it five or? I think it's ten. I don't know. Whatever for a while. Ten cars. So that'll be. And you're gonna do it in your overalls too. Uh, yes, so in make Florida. Them, that'll make them happy. All right. Thank y'all for listening. We'll publish this on uh, all podcast platforms. Thank you for uh, sharing and liking. Uh, Tyler says Spur ends up being on the Florida, Alabama, Georgia segment. Yeah, it's yep. quite possible. Yep. That is a, that's a very good statement. That's Tyler. the goal. Life goals. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Love Go you. Vols. Love yep. you, Ella, if you're still on here.